You're listening to Rick Radio, broadcasting from Ringsend and Irish Town Community Centre. This is John Kenny. You're listening to Three and You're In. Welcome back to Three and You're In. This is episode seven. My name is Jack Allen. I'm Keith O'Brien. How are you, Keith? Not too bad, Jack. Yeah, yeah just get up to watch any of the football the weekend, any of the Premier League. I, I didn't get to see much of it. I, I, I was, I was, we had a, a match ourselves on Saturday, and then I went down to visit my mum down the country. Uh, late on Saturday, I didn't get home from 9 o'clock Saturday yeah. night, and then I went out for a game of golf on, on Sunday. Oh, very nice. Actually, played very. quite well. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was playing golf myself last week. I was not playing well. No, <laughs> not at no, all. I, I generally don't play well. Yeah. You know? But we're kind of we're kind of encroaching on another show that's here, another golf show that the lads have. So we better no, stop yeah, playing yeah. golf and stick to the football. I get sued or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I watched the United match. It was uh, I, I went over to Clark's to watch it, and I walked in five minutes in, and I almost walked right back out yeah. when I seen the score. My God! But yeah, it was they played well after that. Yeah. After the first five minutes, they went two 0 down. They did play well, but um. I haven't enjoyed watching United for a while, you know. I'm really enjoying watching the kids play football. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, yeah. My allegiances have changed completely since I got involved with, with kids' football. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Just wondering, did you see the Liverpool game? <laughs> was it a red card, Dylan, do you think? It was, a, it was a very harsh red card. Do you think? It was harsh, yeah. yeah. He went through. He did, he did yeah. So, yeah. But Trent's first yellow card wasn't a yellow card. Yeah, the referees are just throwing out the yellow cards now, though. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I can't, can't comment on that. Not that I wouldn't anyway, but um, I didn't see it. So yeah, I, I can. He goes for the ball and clears him out when he's yeah. last man. So I, I think he, by the rules it was, but at the same time it was harsh. I know they're updating the rules and all, but if we had a loss, it was never a red card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, well, leading on from that, actually, we've created fancy football league. Oh, very good. Um. The code, if you want to join, is U A O Z Q J, and all them letters are in lowercase so U eight O the letter O Z Q J. Um yeah so I think there might be a couple of prizes at Christmas or a, f- a prize or two or yeah, a few well, little prizes, yeah. We'll yeah. we'll we'll have to work out what they are, but yeah. Yeah, keep you on the ball. I, I swore I wasn't doing fantasy football this year, but I might actually just join in for the crack yeah. with, with the trainer in one oh, because I, I was devastated last year. It was the first year I was ever doing well. I missed one week. And then you're gone. I didn't get my team in, in time. Yeah. And it was a game week where most of the players weren't playing, you know, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. It was not, teams weren't playing. I missed it completely. Yeah. And uh, it kind of wrecked my head. So I kind of said I wasn't going into this yeah. year, but I think I will for the crack. Yeah. Just for a bit of banter, you know. Yeah, I didn't bother last year either, but I, I sort of yeah. did make a return this year. Right. Anyway, so we'll get on to the results of the all the football it's, it, there's a, a lot of results this week for our yeah. first week with a load of results so and I'm actually I'm actually missing a few of the Cambridge ones I couldn't find um, but we have a lot of them here anyway yeah so uh, well I'll start with the, the senior football so the ladies A team and we're going to be joined by Emma later so she'll run us through it the whole way but they played Whitehall Rangers in the semi-final of the Premier Cup the weekend um, after they gone 1-0 down they went back 2-1 up and then went 3-1 up in the second half uh, Whitehall managed to pull it back to 3-all and then CY won on penalties 5-4 so yeah, it's a great result for them. Yeah, fantastic after being uh, down down from from the week before from losing an All Ireland final. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, lift of themselves up, it's fantastic. Yeah, and get themselves into another final, yeah. another massive so, final. Yeah, and elaborate on that when she's in. Yeah, yeah, and then the senior one side for the CY won three one at home to Greystones at the weekend as well. 
So another good result yeah, after after a tough loss. Yeah, a tough loss before after being after playing so well, you know, to to to, um, to lose that game. I don't think they deserve to lose, but when you take that on the chin, they're going yeah. to lift themselves up then the following week. You yeah. know, absolutely uh, no, fantastic. I, I, I know the RC White team actually drew two all. Let's talk the one. Yeah, yeah, they drew two all. Uh, after he went down to ten men the first half as well, so to pull it back to yeah, good, get the yeah. two all is it's a good result yeah. for him. Um, unlucky obviously because I I think they missed a the penalty as well, but. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, it, I think it's they're a, up that team though, you know what yeah, I mean? Definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. I think they've a new management team and that yeah, is. Yeah, so. I think they've brought, there's a few new faces down yeah, as well. Brilliant. So yeah, it's a, yeah. So then we move on to the Cambridge football. Yeah, school boy the, and school girl. Yeah, so uh, well, we start with the under 17s girls because yeah. we've two of them joining us. Yeah, we have Alana yeah. uh, and be, Abigail coming in later on. That'll be part three. So they are, after just going Premier, so they played Lakelands Premier, uh, two all, they went 1-0 down in the first 30 seconds as... He says the girls were just not awake. Uh, then another defence mistake seen them go down 2-0. They didn't drop the heads though and a cracking goal from Brooke Rowe made it 2-1. The girls continued and then Alana Ferrari get the equaliser to round off a, a fair 2-2 result it says here. Very good, very good. Yeah, so it's to step up to Premier Football and, and play an established Premier team that's a very good result. Yeah, know? it's a good result, yeah. Um, then we have the under-13s boys uh, the first pre-season friendly, first 11-a-side match, massive game, obviously. Um, a great performance from the lads. They won 4-1 four, four sorry, against uh, Sheriff. 4-0 um, at half-time, very comfortable in the goals from John Council and Carter Doyle. Uh, the under-11s boys beat Castle Knock 3-1, 1-0 down at half-time. Played well in the second half. Yeah, managed to sorry, pull back the three goals from... Two goals from Harry Bowling and one from Rob Gallagher. And then the under-16s boys... The Division One side, so this is your side. Yeah, so we're, we're hoping to go. We play played a Cavantilly Division One. We were Division Three last year. Sorry, Division Four. So we're, we're, we've been playing a lot of higher ranked teams. Yeah, so that's a, a great result. A one nil win. So it's a solid performance from the boys against a, a good Cavantilly side. Very even. With yeah, your goalkeeper making a couple of brilliant saves. Missing three our strongest players, but also a really good performance. The goals from Calvin. Calvin's got a, a good goal, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's a good then, result. That was on that was Sunday just gone. Then the Wednesday before, uh, the under sixteens uh, played Cherry Orchard major team, and it was a fantastic game in the park. Everyone that watched it said the same. It was a brilliant performance from our lads against an established major team. As I say, we were playing Division Four last year, so it'd be four leagues above us, mm-hmm. um, and they were an established team. They've been playing at the top level for a while, or up and around the top level. It was a tough physical game against the. Uh, a very strong team. We went 1-0 up with a cracking free kick. They levelled with another cracker. Then they went up 2-1 up through a silly mistake at the back from us. Uh, then we levelled it with another great free kick. Uh, then we dominated for a while, went 3-2 up. Uh, our lads started to tire a bit. And then Thomas Quinn, our very own Thomas Quinn, who we had as a guest, he played six or seven minutes of at a time. Don't know where he got it from. <laughs> and our lads got very tired. And then uh, they came back and... Uh, they, they got an equaliser, you know. Come here, uh, I, I think we we're slightly the better team, but come here, draw was probably a fair result in the pre-season friendly, you yeah. know what I mean? It was good, good, good outing for both teams, you know. They got a good physical game. We got to play some good opposition, you yeah. know. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a promising result of playing a team that yeah. was that many leagues ahead of his last year. So, yeah, very yeah. good result. And then uh, the under-15s, the, the, the first team, they the, the, the big win against Phoenix. It was a bit of a mismatch, um, I don't know how the how the how the game was was arranged, but they, 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 I think they won ten or twelve nil something like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. neither team yeah. learned that from it. But come here, it, it's it's a new enough team. 
and uh, it's a good one out for them but you don't want to be playing games like that where you're winning by such no. a big score yeah. but come here it wasn't to be known before the game you know yeah. um, then the under 11 boys another cracking game uh, a very good side they drew 4 all with Lucan in the park it was a great game of football the lads went 3-0 up they came back very strong in the second half the boys were great uh, the, I mean, Lucan uh, are top division side, and Rob Gallagher and Finn Dunn got the, and Josh Whelan got the treat. They got the the gold. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic. Then we the under tens. Um, they've been split into two, an A and a B team. Um, so they're still finding their feet at the minute. But the A team beat Rahini's A team five one, and then the B team, a newly kind of set up team, they lost eight uh, one against the Rahini B team, but. Seemingly did the Rahini B team playing a really high level and it wasn't known before the game again. So it was yeah. like the reversal of what happened with the Cambridge under fifteen side. They they probably shouldn't have been playing each other, but yeah, Khmer, it was a, it was a, it was a friendly, it was a run out, you know, but you don't want to see high scores like that, you know. No, but 8, it's 10, 12, one, yeah. you know. But come here. It helps find it helps teams find their feet. Because yeah, exactly. yeah, I remember myself, we had years where we were trouncing teams and like yeah. we were in a league that was only one or two competitive teams with yeah. us and we were trouncing teams seven, eight nil every week. And then similarly enough, like we've had it as well, where yeah. you go out and you, you are losing yeah. by seven and eight. And it, it yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not enjoyable. No, it's not it's, enjoyable. I don't think it's enjoyable for anyone. No, I don't like, think either team, like the, the team winning don't learn that from it. No. You know? and the team on the receiving end of it, they can get disenchanted with the game. And exactly. You can get players leaving if they're going out. Like yeah. there was, I felt so. I remember last year there was a team in our league. I won't mention the name, but I was what keeping on. We played them, and just they shouldn't have been in our league. I don't think we should have been in our league. We we requested the league higher, but we went out and we played them, and just in horrible conditions out in their place. It got to nine nil or something. Myself and Kat said, "Listen, we have to go this early." We, yeah. we put on all the players that we could, and we took off the strongest players. And, it was making no difference yeah. and I was watching the results and I have to say I really take my hat off to this team they played out every game in that league yeah. I think they got one win and I was never as happy for a team to get a win <laughs> when I seen that popping up on, yeah. the, on the, the results on the DDSL that they got a win yeah. but to see like teams like that I mean there's no games without teams like that you know what I mean yeah. to see them going out week in week out taking trouncing after trouncing and still turning up yeah. Do you know what I mean? My me, me hat is really taking off the teams like that, you know? Yeah. It, They're just giving kids and the managers and the, the coaching staff out there, in, I was going to say the name there, but yeah. uh, Ballyhooster, it doesn't matter. They, they, I'm going to take my hat off to them. They're absolutely fantastic. And they played the game the right way. They weren't the most technically gifted team, but, and they were going out and getting beaten quite comfortably in most games. But they, they kept going and they got that win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it was, that was it's, probably. You know, the best results they'll ever yeah, have and like, I'd say the lads were over the moon because I was over the moon for them you know yeah. what I mean it, it was absolutely fantastic and that's what football's about you know what I mean yeah. well at least these results are happening pre-season yeah, teams exactly. can find you know, their feet so it's yeah you know? um, I just want to mention something actually the DDSL at the minute you know um, they're going through a lot of changes I was at a meeting there the other night and I probably shouldn't be saying any of this but they say they're going to run it like a business now mm. and I don't think that's so weak should be the case I mean, yeah, it should be run by the clubs in the in it. You yeah, know, I go off on a tangent here, and we could be sitting here for another two hours by going. But I thought it was a horrible statement they made. This is this is a business yeah, going forward, and and uh, it'll be run like a business. In fairness, it hasn't been run very well. So hopefully, if they run like a business, and at least it might be run a bit better. You know. Yeah, but it, um, I feel like that was the wrong way to describe it yeah, from them. Yeah, you know, and they they've a new registration system and all involved now, and we're getting a lot of uh, in the neck from parents. Like it's absolutely nothing to do with the club. It's they brought just, her in. It's a new registration process. It's like it's like it's like signing up for a mortgage. 
I need to pay 30 quid and um, you have to put a yeah. passport data. It's absolutely crazy. And it's coming coming into force like two weeks before the league's supposed to start. And you've 35,000 kids trying to register. Systems are crashing. Parents can't register. Yeah. It's Players are waiting to prove it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's not. Absolutely crazy. But come here. Um, yeah, so coming up in part two, we have Emma. Yeah, way um, away from the politics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, we could get off fairly quickly on that, you know. Um, yeah, so we have Emma coming up in part two. Looking yep. forward to that. Yeah, so am I. So uh, we'll see you in... This week on the news desk. Later in the programme, we talk with Liza Caulfield about the launch of the Glee Club for women and kids this coming Thursday. But first, we're joined us now on the community news desk, Sergeant Kieran O'Neill from uh, Orangetown Garden Station. Rick's Community News Desk, weekly on Rick Radio. Hello and welcome back to part two of uh, what we hope to be one of our best shows so far. Mm-hmm. Because the guests we have, uh, we, as promised, we have Emma Caulfield coming up. Um, Jack. We've had Emma on before and it was fantastic and now we have her back on to talk about a great result for the ladies team the other night. Yeah. After great. some after a disappointing result a week earlier, Emma. Welcome Emma, yeah. firstly. Thanks, Keith, thanks Jack, and thanks Dylan. Um yeah, so the last time myself and Rachel were here, we were full of optimism about the upcoming uh final shield, FAI shield final against Wilton, but unfortunately it didn't go our way. Um we never really got going from the get-go and Look, we played as a team of individuals. That's the politest way I can put it. Uh, we were defeated 3-0 um, on the day. And look, well done to Wilton. They were deserved winners. Um, and then a week later, which was just Friday gone, we had another semi-final in a domestic cup, the Premier Cup, which we actually won last year. Yeah. Um, so we had a week to kind of get ready for that and lift the girls up. But uh, I suppose Rachel made a strange decision. Well, it turned out to be the best decision to just say there's no training for a week. The girls got a couple of knocks when we played in the final and we just felt it was best to let them kind of get a bit of headspace, you know, look after their bodies, eat well, rest well and just go again. Um, so we played on Friday against Whitehall Rangers who are currently winning our league, the highest league. Um, absolutely brilliant size, full of experience. They beat us 4-1 in the league a few weeks back. So anyway, we went out, we were down 1-0 after a couple of minutes um, but we pulled it back together, ended up going 3-1 up. Unfortunately, took our foot off the pedal let them get back in to make a trial. The end of the game, finished trial, and the referee just felt that we had lost too much light, so I had to go straight to penalties. There was no time for extra time. So, yeah, we scored all five of our penalties. They missed one. Our keeper, Serena Hannon, saved one. So, yeah, we won. So we're now, yet again, I think that's our fifth final in three and a half years. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, we're in the final now against Colester on Saturday, September 8th, out in the AUL. So another great day for the girls to look yeah. forward to. Um, and we actually have another semi-final this Thursday night in another domestic cup called the Challenge Cup. So that's the... Who are we playing? We are playing against Boot Road Celtic, another team from our league, from out in Clondalkin. And if we're fortunate enough to beat them, that's a big day out because it's one of the League of Ireland grounds. Right. Um, it was supposed to be Richmond Park, but unfortunately that's fell by the wayside. So it's looking like it's going to be Daily Mount Park at the end of September. But look, we obviously can't get too yeah, ahead no, of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, I just also want to mention that our B team are in a semi-final this Sunday, which is the Theresa Healy Cup semi-final. So as I've said before, yeah, means yeah. a lot to the club, to the family, the whole lot. The whole community. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's at one o'clock on Sunday in Irish Town Stadium against Newbridge Town. Yeah. So... Thursday, 8 o'clock on the Astro for the A team. Sunday, 1 o'clock for the B team. And as always, we're just looking for as much support as we can 
Possibly, yeah. Because we've seen now that when you have extra bodies there watching and cheering yeah. you on, it can get you over the line. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it can. I mean, we've seen it with the men's, the men's uh, League of Ireland game or the game in the FAI Cup. Yeah. This crowd there, I mean, there was nothing in that game. Like, nothing, nothing whatsoever. In it. Nothing in it. I like, thought they, they deserved half, a draw at least. Yeah, of course, half to the yeah. better side. And I know we're drifting onto the men's, but yeah. come here. I, I know from being down at the game down in uh, Tipperary, the support that travelled down, 50 or 60 people from the area, all that way. Yeah. So the more people that do get out, especially now we've, we've games coming up yeah. much nearer than Tipperary, so we exactly. hope to get a lot of support for the women's football mm-hmm. because it's absolutely fantastic. The standard has just gone up and up and up. It is. And yeah. then, like, even to the facilities because whether our B team win on Sunday or not let's say unfortunately they are beaten the final is still being held down in Irish Town Stadium and that's because of the facilities that we have and we're now like we're a brand new club in the EWFL three and a half years and all of a sudden the league are coming to us because they see what we're doing and saying right can we have a look at your ground to see can we host something there and even all when we were playing on Friday night the amount of players down with two girls that approaches from another team, they're they're not happy where they are. I won't mention it. Hmm. They're not happy where they are straight away, saying I can't get over it down here. The level of football you're playing is phenomenal. Can we come down and try it out? And the transfer window is open till December first, I think it is. So, I mean, it's a win-win for us yeah, when players are coming down to watch us first of all, and then see the facilities that we have, you know. And then, like I said, if it's a thing they're coming down hoping to make it into the A team. Our B team are playing a great level of football. They're currently at the top of the table, fighting to win. They're in the semi-final on Sunday. So we've we've two, you know, platforms to offer really. Yeah. Whether it's the A team or the B team, there's two great sides there. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, well, it's an unbelievable amount of success this season, yeah. especially in cup competitions. Yeah. So it's a, it's a credit to you, credit to the whole club. It's an unbelievable achievement. Yeah. Especially over the last few years as well. Like you said, what, five finals in three years? In three years. Potentially if we win on Thursday yeah. now yeah. and if we win on, on Sunday, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we have a great support network, Jack. We really do. We, from the main committee within the club, um, it doesn't matter how many times we scorched them or asked them. I, I don't think they were quite prepared for women to join the club. <laughs> They'll tell you they were. But then when it happened, it was like, oh, these women are never happy because the more we get, the more we want. I'm sure you know that in life anyway. Um. But yeah, look, it's we've hit the ground running and it just seems to be getting better and better and better. And without that support, and not only the support of people in the club, the support of friends, of families, of parents, of partners, and then, of course, the support of the likes of the Irish Town House, Dublin Port, Google, Lorraine here in RICC. We've support everywhere. We only have to ask the question and there's people there queuing to literally say, yeah, we'd love to get behind that. Yeah. So we're very fortunate. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic, and and obviously I know we keep harping back on to the success of the senior, the 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 Ireland women's team. Like it's just bringing like we're coming up in the part three of the show. We have two of our our own Cambridge starlets, Abigail Ryan and Alana Ferrari coming up, and they're they're the future as well. You know what I mean? Absolutely, um, I've seen both girls playing. I was tapping them up there on the sides. Yeah. They'll probably laugh about it now, but yeah. I was uh, basically giving them their warnings that they've not to go anywhere else. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've, I've seen their team playing a few times. I've watched Lindsay's team and you can see it. You can see the amount of talent yeah. in it. And that's what's important again, that we have two ladies teams because we can facilitate then no matter what your level, there's a place for everybody. Yeah. And it's all about trying to achieve more and more. I mean, down the road, we might have an under 19s team. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but it would be, it would be a travesty to not try and keep the talent in the area what Cambridge have produced because it's all thanks to their managers that they've had in Cambridge and their coaches and their families and everything else. We want to benefit from that. 
Um, and more importantly, what we want to do is we want the girls to play. We don't want to benefit just to say, oh, we have more people in the team. We actually want them to play because yeah. there's so much talent in this area. From We know what the men are like around the area, but from a girl and women's point of view, there's so much talent and we want to have it here. We don't want the girls travelling out to, you know, Tala or, or Ballymun or wherever it is. We want them to stay local. And the fact that what what's happened with, with the CY ladies and to give and for Cambridge kids now to have a pathway yeah like obviously all the boys used to have a pathway between CY or Liffey's or any of the other local mm -hmm. clubs like back back in the day the likes of Rachel had to leave the area yeah like Rachel the, the yeah. Rachel McGuinness she had to leave the area to, to find a standard of football that she could play you know what I mean um, Abby Larkin had to leave the area yeah. you know even though she started with Cambridge but to, to find a level to play at she had to leave the area to play but I watched that game, like I watched you play and some of the girls, some of your ladies wouldn't look out of place on the on the Ireland women's team. Like, no. It's absolutely phenomenal. Like uh, uh, same even we were down watching that game against Wilton, some players from both teams, I know you didn't have the best day, but there were some great individual performances. Yeah. yeah. And I was looking at the, the, I can't think of her name, that girl that runs up the left wing. Um for us, Tauger, Hannah Terrell. Hannah. Phenomenal. There is no better sports person, sports woman to want to look up to than Hannah yeah. Terrell. I mean, the fact that she's represented Ireland for rugby, she's obviously yeah. put the rugby to the side now. She's sent her forward for Dublin. She's only part of the, the winning uh, yeah. championship there, what, a week before yeah. that? Um, she's just, she's an athlete. She lives her life the right way. Yeah. She does the right thing. She knows how to prepare. Yeah. And what's really, it's one thing seeing that on TV, but when you're down there standing watching her, yeah. even down to little things like the way she behaves on the pitch, if someone goes through her and the referee goes over to have a chat with the person, Hannah is pulling the referee away, saying, I'll leave her, she's all right, she's all right. <laughs> she just wants to get on with the game. Yeah, she's yeah. not someone that cheats her way yeah. through. And to have her there, even for some of our own players now, the younger, 17, 18, even players in their 20s, are all looking going, oh my God. Yeah. Like, it's great to have her to look at and to see how she behaves in the dressing yeah. room. And we have another ex-League of Ireland player, Sinead Taylor, she was captain of Bowes for the last three seasons, I believe it was. We got her down this season, so she's our centre forward. Same thing, yeah. just to watch how they train, to how they hold themselves, to the way they behave on the pitch. It's brilliant to have that kind of role model, I suppose, for everybody else to look up to. Yeah, I was blown away by, by her performance on a day where there wasn't mm -hmm. a lot of great performances. Mm -hmm. I thought she was fantastic. And uh, I, hadn't I hadn't really seen her playing much before, but I thought she was exceptional on the day, you know? Jack Antar, Jack? Uh, no, I think you've asked no, all the I questions. Think, I, think, I, I, I started talking too much again. <laughs> as usual, as usual. As usual. You know. No. But uh, come here, Emma, it's always a pleasure to have you on. It's, oh, thanks, it's always William. so informative and it's always great to hear about how well uh, women's football is doing in the area. So thanks again for yeah, coming Thanks in. very much. And thank you guys as always. Cheers, thanks, Emma. Thanks. And coming up in part three, Jack. Yeah, part three, as Keith said, we're joined by two of Cambridge's under 17s. Yeah. Premier, Premier this year. Um, Premier this year. Abigail Ryan and Alana Ferrari. So we'll be back in just a moment. Come and join us at our Retro Cafe. Open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights. Hello and welcome back to part three of uh, episode seven. We're on Jack, are we? Seven. seven. Yeah, it is yeah. seven. Yeah, I was only thinking about yeah. this before. Seven. Epis episode seven of uh, the three in your room. Great, great second segment there with Emma. I very informative. She's very informative. Yeah. Emma's brilliant. Emma could have a show on her own. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's <laughs> absolutely... Over jobs. Yeah, I tell you. She could come in and take over. But come here, it's great to hear all the stuff about the women's football. Yeah, absolutely. And leading success. on nicely from that, Jack, mm -hmm. we have two future women stars in our midst with Abigail Ryan and Alana Ferrari from Cambridge Under-17's Premier Team. Welcome, Abigail, and welcome, Alana. Hey. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just say the girls are a little bit nervous for their radio debut, but we're going to take it easy on them. Right, girls, so a very successful year for you last year. Um, what were your highlights from it? Firstly, I go to Alana. What were your highlights of last year? Um, the highlights of last year were probably winning the cup and the lake. Yeah. Um, I was I was at the the, the, the cup win. It was a very tense game. It was it was a brilliant game. Um, but geez, I say our nerves were gone, were they? Yeah, it was very the, stressful. The yeah, and you could just see everyone looking at you. The huge crowd. Yeah. yeah. And Abigail, same for you. Yeah, probably the, probably the same, yeah. Because I remember at the cup final, when the penalties, we were all crying because we, yeah. we thought it was over. And then Hayden scored the winning penalty and we all ran on and we were delighted. Like, yeah. it was, like, because we've been playing years together and it was the first time, like, we got, like, somewhere. So it was, like, a great moment for us. Yeah, it was absolutely, I talked about emotion. I, I ran onto the pitch to give Alana's mum, Lindsay, who's a coach, a hole and she started crying and then I started crying and she said, Jesus, looking at me crying? But uh, now it was really emotional. It was a great performance. Was, I mean, the whole team really is, we're all together in it and it was such a highlight for the club to, to have you like winning two trophies. You know, it was absolutely fantastic. And um, now coming up this year, you are going Premier. So you're in the kind of the top league now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, are you nervous? Your first match coming up in a week or two? Yeah, cause obviously it gets like the competition gets harder, so yeah. it's a bit harder. Playing against a lot of the top teams. Yeah. So, um, have you signed any new players, or is it the same squad as last year? Do you know. Yeah, I think it's the same squad for the most yeah. part. Like, well, in yeah. fairness, he's had a very strong squad last year, so I don't think he's needed to strengthen too much. Um, so now we have what we do with all our guests. Jack has a list of questions, and he's going to ask you both. Your questions so right ahead, so Jack. yeah these are questions we ask everyone so first one would say what's your favorite moment playing football Abigail first um favorite moment was probably winning the cup it was just such a great day and I just enjoyed it like the whole thing it was such an experience so yeah yeah mine um, would probably be the same like just when, once all the stress was over the penalties yeah. and it was just better well, um, I don't know who you support, but what's your favourite moment supporting football? Probably watching um, like Argentina win the World Cup because I would like Messi, and mm -hmm. like it's great to see him probably his last World Cup winning it. So yeah. I think that was a good moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same. It was just more like. Great to see him win because it's going to be his last one. Yeah, yeah no, it was. It was very emotional. Don't yeah. mention a Liverpool. That's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shame that everyone mentions everyone Liverpool. Mentions doesn't Liverpool. mean it um, Two United fans, that's not great. Yeah, I know. Uh, what, what do we have? Uh, Favourite player in your position? So, well, what position do you play? And is there any players you just look up to in your position? Um, I play centre midfield and I like Jude Bellingham. Good one that we haven't had two before. No, no. no. And Abigail? Uh, I play striker and probably look up to Messi for the most probably. Yeah, very good. Yeah, two, 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 good two good players. Yeah, two good, two good shoots, yeah. Um, and then our final one, is there any player you'd like to play with? It can be anyone that, ever. Come on. <laughs> anyone alive, dead, male, female. 
Alana, who would you like to play with? I'd like to play with Messi or Ronaldo because I just feel like they're... They're yeah. the best. You, yeah. you couldn't pick two better, in fairness, and Abigail. <laughs> yeah, probably the same because they're like probably the best, so... Yeah. In fairness, the two answers are like the two girls on the pitch. They're inseparable on the pitch and their answers are inseparable off it. That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, the force players, we're going to do a weekly with, with a couple of players from each team and to have you on after leading the club to such great success last year, we just want to thank you both for coming on and being leaders again by coming on to the show with the force two from, from the Cambridge team. So thanks, Abigail. Yeah, thanks, and thanks very much. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Right, so this this is now part four, the the closing segment we'll call it. Was a, a great yeah. episode. I really enjoyed that one. I really enjoyed it. You know, mm. that, as you said, Emma is always a pleasure to have on and to have the two girls on. Um, was brilliant. You know, and yeah. That's going to be a, a future of this show. We're going to have a couple of players each week, hopefully from the different Cambridge teams. Yeah. Uh, looks like next week we're going to have. Uh, I don't think Josh McGuinness is coming down next week, and one of the other lads off the under seventeen Premier Team. And we'll ask them about their pre-season and upcoming hopes for the season, you know. Yeah, so well, yeah, well, to that. they've had a really solid, solid pre-season. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be good to hear about. Yeah, um, yeah so, that, so that's really it for this episode. We, uh, we covered a lot. Yeah. A lot of results, a lot with the with Emma and the girls. And, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that episode. And you mentioned the fantasy earlier on, didn't mentioned you? mentioned the fantasy football in the first part. So go and join that. Go back and get the code again if you didn't hear it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. That's, that's it for this week so we'll uh, we'll see you next week thanks for that